My name is Patrick Pope, and I'm the organist and director of music at the Episcopal Church of the Holy Comforter in Charlotte, North Carolina. And it's my pleasure to offer today's segment for Songs in the Desert. I've chosen hymn 431 in the hymnal 1982, The Stars Declare His Glory. I'm not sure when I first heard this hymn, but I do remember being struck by the vivid poetic imagery of it. I love the pictures that my brain conjures when hearing the phrases, the heavens burn and blaze, and writes in fire across the skies in verse 2, and the gustatory sensation suggested by something that is more sweet than honey to the taste. In my work at Holy Comforter, I often encourage the choir and congregation to use the poetry of the hymns, psalms, and anthems that are sung and heard as personal prayers and meditations. The psalms have always been a source of inspiration for me. As someone who loves words, language, and turns of phrases that might not make it into our everyday speech. But there they are, swimming around and begging to be caught in the deep, wide lake of our hymnal's poetry. I think that hymn 431 is a window on our human relationship with the rest of the created order. On first reading, the poet almost assigns human characteristics to natural things. But how can stars declare glory? How can the rising sun renew a race? A closer reading seems to offer a different perspective. The poet is reminding us, the humans, that we are but one part of the larger created world. We are learning our place in God's grand scheme. I also love the text writer's juxtaposition of opposites in this text. Bishop Timothy Dudley Smith is masterful. He beautifully joins words together to make a phrase like, through the silences of space, their soundless music sings. Soundless music. Soundless music? Soundless music. I'll be pondering that for a while, for sure. A couple of years ago, I was in Chicago with my fiancé, now my wife, and we were out for a walk not too far from Wrigley Field. Imagine my surprise when I saw a street sign for West Aldine Avenue, which is less than a mile southeast of the home of the Chicago Cubs. By the way, they're my favorite baseball team. I knew the name of Richard Prue's tune for this hymn, but never knew the story behind the name Aldine. The street name stuck in my head. So when I got home and went back to work, I opened my copy of the Hymnal 1982 Companion and learned that Aldine was the street on which Richard Prue lived while he worked in the city. I can almost recite the entire hymn text from memory, but the last verse is perhaps most meaningful for me. So order to this life of mine, 
direct it all my days. The meditations of my heart be innocence and praise. My rock and my redeeming Lord in all my works and ways. There's something about that word to, T-O-O, in the first phrase. Almost an apology on behalf of the singer. Not to be a bother, but if you, great maker of the universe, have time, give my life some order and some sense, please. But just as in the earlier verses, the poet is reminding us that we too are part of the created order. We too can declare God's glory along with the blazing heavens and the sweet honey from the comb. Thanks to Patrick Pope for this episode. For more, visit songsinthedesert.org. We'll see you tomorrow for another Song in the Desert.